You're listening to the Underdog Sports NFL Show with host Chris Horwadell and Mario Hines. Brought to you by Underdog Sports. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Underdog NFL Show. Chris Horwadell joined by Mario Hines. Mario, good sir. Happy holidays to you. Happy holidays, my friend. Uh, I uh, I trust everything went swimmingly for you over the holidays, and uh, I trust that uh, our listeners also had the happiest of happy holidays with those they love. Mm, you made that sound so sweet. We got another. Like the holidays continue, but like the the star of the holiday, I would say yes. I think uh, I had a good time, and I, I, I second that trust in well wish to the and which is funny too because you know desperately i just want this holiday season to be over it's it was such a a, a shift to your general <laughs> <laughs> ethic well this is uh you know the whole everybody's always like oh yeah you like you just so you just go and you just like talk on a podcast and i'm like well you know it's kind of like kind of playing a character like you're you're yourself but you're 115 percent of yourself you Add your so, your yourself heaped upon yourself. Yes, you are. She's got it's got to be a little bit extra, and uh, nobody wants to hear the the glum. Nobody wants to hear the dull. So we're here to entertain, not depress, Mario. That's not a that's not a section. It's not a category section. The glum. Oh, it uh, it is very much a category section. And <laughs> trust me, if things continue the way they're going, I will be starting a show there that I will. I will post daily, but <laughs> fingers crossed that's not the case. Oh, Who knows? laughing with you, uh, brother. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Well, look, it, it was a weird, it was a weird week. Uh, week 17 in the National Football League. I have BovadaSportsBook.com open in front of me to look at all of the, that's in the wrong section, all of the week <laughs> 17 lines, man. So crazy. Uh Weird, weird holiday week of football, though. Obviously, I guess for both of our teams, but I think mm-hmm. I won't speak for you, but I think both of us kind of had our teams win games and uh, not feel great about them. Oh, you if you're if that's the, t- the topic, you can speak for me <laughs> because I agree. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 who was the quarterback ahead, we played against? <laughs> I've been oh, thinking Nick about Mullins, it all episode. Nick, Nick Mullins. Yeah. Yeah, former Eagle great, former Cleveland Brown, Nick Mullins. Um, yeah, I I had a I had Lions alt line in a parlay with Browns alt line, and Browns took care of their business. Poof, Lions, they they tried, man. It took pick number four by Nick Mullins to cover that that alt five and a half line. Man, man, it was pretty. It's like the the impact of the win has outweighed the quality of the win for the, for what we saw that day. So clinching the, the, the division, I think folks haven't folks, meaning like fan base that I've seen have not turned their eye critically yeah. back to what we saw. Like you said, it took four interceptions late in, in that fourth one late in the game to seal it. And there was some nervousness. <laughs> yeah, there was definitely nervousness. Minnesota had the ball with the chance to take the lead. I mean, and after that third and 18, you're like, okay, <laughs> fine. And me, on the other hand, watch the Eagles go up 20 to three at halftime and then uh, 
not really look well, look great doing it, but still 20 to three, you'll take like, okay, coming in, handling business. And then they're like, you know what? I think we're good. I think we're good. And tried their best to let the giants back in the game, tried their best to let the giants uh, pull out an upset that I, I think we all thought was coming for a little while. Ah, boy, it's uh, 11 and four and it has felt better. Man, uh, but I suppose eleven and four for you is something that hasn't, you know, that Lions team hasn't gotten there in a minute. And what nine years, nine, nine years, nine years. And uh it made me actually think like, damn, that 2014 team was a big disappointment. But um <laughs> eleven games and like the horrible playoff showing. Yeah. Um man, I mean you the Eagles, I I don't know what that was about. It's it really is time for the talk inside the house. It really is. You got to figure yeah. something out defensively, especially. But as far as the Lions go, second seed, having the home field advantage that will help. So I don't want to get too far extreme with how I feel. But man, it just does not feel like a one and done is not next. Just based on like you got, if you're going to get playoff schemed, the thing is the, the yeah. thing is easy. It's an easy call to make. Yeah, no, I feel exactly the same way. And you guys, uh, you guys have the Rams right now, and that is not a team I would want to see in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, scariest team to play in the NFC right now. Um, in one game, like I said last week, for sure. I, you know, you've got, <clears throat> and it's funny because I, I think as the two and three seeds right now, Eagles two, Lions three, we both kind of feel like, oh, uh, maybe this is. You avoid San Francisco until the conference finals is the easiest pathway, but uh, I I don't think either one of us feels confident in any way. Not in any way, shape, or form. If that's I definitely it. don't want to play Dallas. Uh, I definitely I would like to avoid that. I would like you know I'm happy to play Tampa. I'm happy to play Seattle. Who whoever sneaks in out of the North or the South, whatever. But yeah. And I don't want that Rams team. Uh, I, I mean, Seattle just beat us, but I'll I'll take that matchup again. Yeah, same. I think whatever we see of the Cowboys, we won't see again in the playoffs this week. So, not yeah. really. I'm not going to use uh, this game as a parameter, but I don't wouldn't mind playing them in either case because you just never. If we can get ahead of them, I think we can be fine, and we can. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm the same. The Rams are super scary because that could get ugly, and the emotion behind it could feel like the Ravens game in terms of like you if it gets too bad too fast like it, it goes from too high to too low uh, and just the Niners uh, the Niners we match up with a little bit better but it feels like same style better made and that that better mm-hmm. version of it will win yeah I mean you guys are in a weird position where you have clinched the division but you're still kind of playing for seeding and there's always it's always a question of like how hard are you willing to go to to affect seeding, right, 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 right. And and in so, this position, who knows? I can't imagine you're showing anything to the Cowboys this week. I can't imagine they're showing anything to you because that is, is a possible first round matchup. Yeah, yeah. That's why I don't think. I think what we'll see here is whoever shows up playing better, more efficient. But we won't see anything, and I won't. The bottom line is I would like the record to be in the seating to be as the best as it could. So I'm rooting for that, but I won't, this one won't stab like it'd be a dagger now that everything's set. I'm trying to figure it out. Actually, I don't think it's possible first round matchup mm. because Dallas with 10 wins, you guys are basically locked in. 
San Francisco, uh, you guys and us have 11 wins. Dallas has 10. Then the next closest, there's no nine-win teams in the NFC. So I guess statistically possible that Tampa wins out, but I don't know who has tiebreakers, you or Tampa. Ah, okay. Nobody else can challenge. Yeah, the... I guess the Rams could conceive. Yeah, but that wouldn't matter because you'd have a higher seed because you won the division. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, theoretically, without looking at tiebreakers, Tampa could win out and get to ten wins. No, they get to ten wins. You, you've it's it's impossible. You can't play the Cowboys in the first round. Got it. Well, still won't see much. Still no, won't see much. no, nobody's going to show anything now with the playoffs coming up and uh, mm-hmm. even more exciting football than the garbage football I've watched for the last four weeks. So. Got that to look forward to. Um, this is and this is a really tough week for picks too, because some teams just don't care. Some teams are are trying to hide things. Some teams are playing for things. And uh, in that case, the maybe a worse team actually is playing for something than the better team who is sitting players. And uh, these lines may be volatile. Is what I'm saying. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I think you're right. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. Let's dig into them. Thursday night, the New York Jets are in Cleveland to take on the Cleveland Browns in uh, what can only be considered the Joe Flacco Bowl. Bavada has the Browns minus seven and a half. Uh, That's gentle. That's gentle. I think all things considered, you'll get a solid Browns win. Seven points. Yeah, they'll win by more than seven against this Jets team. Yeah, they. How about Aaron Rodgers? All of a sudden, is like, no, I never said I wanted to play. What are you talking? I can't about? deal. I can't deal. I can't. Aaron I said I, I wanted nuts. to be put on the IR. Like, pretty sure <laughs> that's show not us. the case. Just show us. Just show us where you said it, Aaron. Yeah, pretty sure that's not the case. Pretty sure you said exactly the opposite of that. But uh, how about this? This Browns team still statistically alive with the possibility to win the AFC. I don't understand. I don't understand, but like it's really impressive in Stefanski, head coach of the year. Yes, I mean he's got to be in that conversation. There's <clears throat> there's some other people who I would think also in that conversation. Shane Steichen with that indie team probably in the conversation. Uh, mm-hmm. D'Amico Ryan's would have been significantly into that conversation early on, but they've uh, kind of tumbled over the last three. Yeah, I don't know. Who else? I don't like anybody there. I think Dan Campbell kind of suffered from being considered like that coach of the year candidate last year. Yep. So I don't think he's there. Uh, Yeah, I would, I would say it is Steichen or, or Stefanski. Incredible to even think about. (laughs) Which might explain why the Eagles offense is terrible now. Maybe that guy was good. Maybe. Maybe Just that, maybe. Maybe that guy was good. Maybe Brian <laughs> Johnson wasn't ready, but who the hell knows? Your Detroit Lions are in Dallas to take on the Dallas Cowboys. Bavada has the Cowboys minus five and a half at home. We kind of know. We kind of know. But um, <laughs> uh, minus five in, is it Dallas Stadium? Is that, what's the name of this place? They, you're playing, I don't know, freaking know, man. What's the name of this beautiful, beautiful I forget what they call stadium. it now. I'm, I'm tired. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. It doesn't matter. I think, I think, I think, I know, right? I actually think, uh, man, I think this is a closer game than, than I, I would have anticipated after watching the Cowboys. The AT&T last. Stadium. There we go. They did big money deals with AT&T. Uh, I'm going to go Lions for the points here. 
Okay. I don't think they'll win, but I'm going Lions for the point. The Arizona Cardinals are in Philadelphia to take on the Philadelphia Eagles. Match up with uh, another former coordinator, Jonathan Gannon in Arizona. One of the bigger lines of the week, Eagles minus 11 at Pavada. <laughs> I think... <laughs> mm-hmm. Go on. <laughs> it's interesting because the Cardinals do this weird thing as well. Like They do a little bit of a weird thing where they really stink, but they make the other team stink. Yeah. Uh, and Philadelphia is super susceptible for being the other team that stinks lately so the number the line makes me nervous i think you'll win but i'm going back here with cardinals for the money yeah i don't uh, i don't have any problem (laughs) with that whatsoever yeah the atlanta falcons are in chicago to take on the chicago bears bears minus three at pavada bears are so good now (laughs) yep world beaters (laughs) yeah and the falcons actually have found their stride that wasn't a there's no punchline taylor heineke Oh man, I mean, there you found the punchline. But no, give me give me the Falcons here to go into uh Soldier. Is it Soldier anymore? No, and win. Yeah, well, we've established it. We're not in a place to remember what stadiums' names are. It's not even fun anymore. It's not there today. It's just not 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 what we're doing. It's not our vibe. No. The Carolina Panthers are in Jacksonville to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Bavada has the Jaguars minus six and a half. That's crazy. Any other time, any other time, I'd definitely go. Jaguars, I know that <laughs> Lawrence is nagging something else. Yeah. And so, like, the way the Panthers are playing sounds so funny to say. I could see this being, am I doing, a, I'm going money again. <laughs> okay. You got Panthers money line, you're saying? Yeah. I mean, minus six. I, I don't, the Jaguars, I don't even know if they're, who's their backup? Uh, C.J. Bathard. Oh, yeah. Didn't we like him for a quick second? No, I didn't. <laughs> Go on, Panthers. Maybe other people did. <laughs> the uh, Las Vegas Raiders are in Indy to take on the Indianapolis Colts. Bavada has the Colts minus three and a half. I'm going full-bled Colts here. Don't full care what we saw. Don't care what we saw. Black Colts. Full bled, but <laughs> okay. we did we did the black all black team versus all white team. I think last week. Okay, we're not Is that touch fun. That. No, <laughs> and I, I love that the player who proposed it would not be on either team. Exactly, so strange. But um, I'm going close here. I don't care what you saw from the Raiders. That was more rival and more glitch in the matrix for Kansas City. Oh, I mean, for sure, Kansas City loses a game where the opposing quarterback doesn't complete a pass after the first quarter. Yeah, like, come on. That's just, destined. like, in high school, that shouldn't happen. Yeah, I don't know what KC's on, man. It's hard to, hard well, to... I'll tell you what it is. Patrick Mahomes doesn't trust his tackles, and he knows his wide receivers suck. He does not trust his tackles big time. He equally doesn't trust those receivers. And so, he shouldn't. The thing about that, though, is there's only one of them that's causing interceptions. So uh, it's easy for me to say you pull your punch mm-hmm. for only one wide receiver, but like it's moving. He knows where his guys are. I'm not saying that, but moving so fast, like once you get into the mindset, you get into the mindset, but there's some of those throws he's got to make and let the guys just fail. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. The Los Angeles Rams, the wildly dangerous Los Angeles Rams <laughs> head to New York to take on Tyrod Taylor and the New York giants. Bafata has the giants plus five at home. So cool to see Tyrod back in the starting position. They look different when he, he started playing too. 
That's correct. They lose, though, here. So <laughs> give me the Rams big time. The Miami Dolphins are in Baltimore to take on the Baltimore Ravens. Good game here. Ravens minus three at Bavada. And we talked about, like, what, what's going to happen with these teams. These are two teams that don't, I would imagine, do not want to let up. You know, obviously, seeding and all that aside, like, you don't want to let up morale and, like, positioning who's the actual team mm-hmm. in AFC. So this is going to be a good one. I'm going Dolphins here, actually, though. The New England Patriots are in Buffalo to take on the Buffalo Bills. Biggest line of the week at Bavada. Bills minus 13. Yeah, take it. Take it and run. Bills kind of back. They look good. They mm. look really – they've looked really – like it's almost like firing an inept offensive coordinator and replacing him with someone who knows what he's doing it helps the team's offense. It's crazy though because I thought Ken Dorsey would scapegoat a little bit, but clearly not. No, I mean – I, th- I think it was an ideal situation where you just happened to have Joe Brady sitting there. Right. Where it's like, okay, we can get something out of this. I get that. Yeah. Like he was uh, kind of humbled by what happened to him in, in Carolina mm-hmm. and like this is a super talented guy who, I mean, people were talking about him getting a head coaching job uh, when, when he was coming out of LSU as the pass game coordinator. Right. So a little ahead of things there, but super talented guy. And uh, it, It is interesting how people seem like they have to fail once before they really succeed in terms of coaching. Yeah. 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 Like you really got to know what it takes (laughs) real bad. Yeah. The New Orleans Saints are in Tampa Bay to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bavada has the Bucks minus two and a half. Yeah. Going Bucks here, fighting chance. I think they, they're, they can, it's so hard to talk about these teams when they could literally let you down, but the Bucks and, and they're, Future Hall of Fame wide receiver Mike Evans, who mm-hmm. won't be on the team next year, is playing top. He's playing at the top of his game, so that's great news against the Saints team. Um, that was also playing relatively hard. I'll give him that. Uh, give me not well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> not playing well. Bad. Bad. Ugly game. Yeah. Um. In that that loss to the Rams early on uh, in yeah. the week, whatever the Thursday, one of one of the nine days last week we had football. <laughs> not that I'm complaining, but yeah, the uh, the Just Thursday weird. night game. The San Francisco 49ers are in Washington to take on the Washington Commanders, and Bavada has the Commanders plus 12 and a half. Yes, I was hoping it was big. I'm yeah. like, I'm sorry, yeah. Commanders. You're gonna this is gonna, you're gonna take this beating. You're gonna take this beating for uh what the Niners had to deal with uh yesterday. I think yes, that, that is probably fair. Was Two days yes? ago. Yeah, Two days ago. Jesus. Hard to remember. It's the holidays. Yeah. The Tennessee Titans are in Houston to take on the Houston Texans, and Bavada has the Texans minus four and a half. Is it Stroud back? I always have to ask. Uh, as we looked at this yesterday, I'll check it now, but we looked at this yesterday, and he was trending towards playing. Let me oh, see yeah, give me Texans. Give me Texans. Here's the thing with the guy like C.J. Stroud. He's yes, a you'll... limited participant in practice today. Gotcha. If he's, but if he's, on the tra- if he's on the trajectory to play – He's the type yep. of quarterback that is learning without the reps. And so if he has any – if he's cleared, then that means physically he can compete. And if he can mm-hmm. compete and he's going to be playing smarter and it's against a division rival, so he a team he would, quote-unquote, know, you know, intimately, even though it's only his second time playing them ever. Sure. Um, you know, I just ex- expect uh, a quality game, if not like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, CJ. So definitely going Texans here with that minus four line. The Pittsburgh Steelers are in Seattle to take on the Seattle Seahawks. Bavada has the Seahawks minus three at home. 
hate uh hate saying positive things about the Seahawks Sands, uh Kenny Walker the third, but I believe the mm-hmm. Seahawks beat the Steelers. So, you know, I hated to say that. That's just what a boring game. There's there's so many boring games this week. Yeah. So many I don't have any interest in watching them games this week. Correct. Um the Cincinnati Bengals are in Kansas City. I have such a positive attitude today. In Kansas City, take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Bavada's got the Chiefs minus seven. You're talking about the Chiefs after talking about the Steelers, so I get yeah. the the blow to your energy. Uh, what a disappointing Bengals team last week, you know? Uh, but For sure. What a disappointing Kansas City Chiefs team all season. And, you know, before I pick this game, I'd like to stand on my soapbox and say, the Lions caused this. <laughs> and you can't prove me wrong. You can't prove me wrong. Uh, so with that said, there's nothing they can do. They're, they're lost to the eventual NFC Super Bowl representatives in week one, and they just realized that it wasn't their year. Uh, but they, at least they beat the Bengals. So what is, what's the line before I say that again? Minus seven. Yeesh. <laughs> Cause it could be the it could be the Jake Browning that we are constantly surprised by. So I'm actually gonna go Bengals with the points. Sorry. All right. The Los Angeles Chargers are in Denver to take on the Denver Broncos. Took everything in my being to not say the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> everything I had. And they'll be taking on uh, not Russell Wilson has been benched for the remainder of the season by the team today. Broncos still minus three and a half at Bavada. Stidham, Stidham time. Can throw that pill a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> His last start was a 250, uh, r- rounding up, 250. Pa- rounding up from, from 226. There you go. Right. <laughs> a couple first downs away. Uh, it's just the Chargers, man. The Chargers have nothing. The Broncos can win this game with a guy that <sighs> – Sean Payton trusts question mark. It's just it's well, interesting. He doesn't, he doesn't trust Jared Stidham. They don't want to pay Russell Wilson this offseason. I, th- I think he also doesn't trust Russell. So if it's oh, those sure. two things versus that one thing, you're gonna go with the one thing. Uh Stidham did have a 365 yard passing game on New Year's Day last year in an overtime loss to the San Francisco 49ers, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Against those Niners. Yeah, the Broncos are gonna win this game. All right. All right. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. The Green Bay Packers are in Minnesota. Final game of the week. No Monday night game this week because of New Year's Day. Packers are plus one and a half on the road. Is New Year's Day more important than Christmas Day? I don't know. I guess. I don't know. Strange. Oh, college football contracts. That that makes sense. There are the bowl games that day. Yeah. Uh all right, cool. That's the best I could do to make this interesting for folks. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, the Packers can be relatively interesting even while playing bad. So is Nick Mullins going to be the quarterback for the Vikings again? God willing. <laughs> they actually, he actually can get the guys the ball that he wants to get the ball. It's just that he will also give the other guys the ball. So give me Packers here. Yeah, statistically speaking, he gets, gets the other guys the ball twice as often as his own guys in the end zone. But is what it is. <laughs> Do you have any you have any thoughts? Anybody you like in the the college football playoffs? Uh, I mean, I'm rooting for my guy Mikey in Michigan, and that that's hard to do at this stage. Nothing against Spartan Nation. Um, I think which, Georgia. Which, which one is Mikey? Zero. The nickel. He'll probably be a second Wait, rounder. 
the um the corner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was on ATP last year, last season. I TNT. thought I remembered that, but I did. I don't know. Good kid. Um, yeah, he's per- perfect. You said you hated him, and and he's, <laughs> he's admitted he's admitted to violations. <laughs> It'd be so easy if this was that. No, it's crazy because like that kind of like doesn't like used to be a great like you could. Now the kids get. I'm not a guy that doesn't want the kids to get whatever they want, but now the kids are getting whatever they want. Some of it is some of it is bananas. Some of it is bananas. And I I am surprised though that since since the inception of the the um and NIL, my brain's broken. The NIL deals, we haven't really seen that guy who who stayed regardless because of the money was there in college. (laughs) That's so. Am I I wrong? No, you're not. And it made it it brought out that level of laughter because you would have thought like it's actually i don't again not a soapbox moment but i that's kind of sad man because you could have you could have counted on that like your college experience and what you've built like somewhere in the nation (laughs) yeah like there's there's worse things to be in the world than uh the superstar football player who also happens to be a millionaire on a college campus yeah yeah like Man. You, there are worse positions to find yourself in. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, who's going to say no? Like at that point, like, I guess as a, who's going to say no, uh, no one. There, what do you think Tim Tebow would have did at this time? Well, he would have gotten enough money to stay. Oh. He would have donated most of it to Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. He would have donated like, most of Specifically to Jesus. To Jesus. Yeah, to Jesus. He just, I don't look. I think Tebow puts the money in an envelope, says to Jesus. I agree. I agree. With cameras around and everything. I am not saying he's disingenuous. I am not saying that. But, you know, the NIL stuff is just funny, too, because, like, the top earners are objectively not the best athletes. It's very interesting. So my take on that is, like, there's so much going on on campuses, I suppose. Yeah. Like in 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 the geography, like the little ge- literal geography around them, that you could be the favorite person around town and be the fourth best player on the team. <laughs> yeah. And you're getting that deal because you show up and you make the situation better for the local whoever gave you the money. Or you have a famous you have a famous last name. The the highest paid player in NIL valuation this year is Bronny James, who has played like four college games. He's making six point one million dollars this year. That's like here's my th- uh, the cognitive cognitive dissonance for for me with this is so strong because mm. I can clearly be okay with it when they're in the league. I'm talking about like that level of like celebrity father. And then yeah. child, like yeah, of course. I don't even think like wow, two two millionaires and uh, so close together, like when they've made it. But like, it feels really weird that LeBron's son. This, this is not hating, dog, but it feels really weird that LeBron's college son is making six million a year. Like, it no, feels- look, I mean, I mean, because his last name's James. Like, Bronny was like, and he's a he's a good basketball player. He's he's probably gonna he would probably be a pro even if his last name wasn't James, eventually. But he's like the twenty fourth best player in his class this year in basketball because I've 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 lost my I've lost my way with basketball high school recruiting in general but especially basketball when you, like what's the what's the number of like that stops at elite when we're talking uh, high school recruits top players in your class yeah. I mean I elite is a big word for me I would say three 
Got it. Like three or four, depending on the class. Um, yeah. Number two is Shador Sanders making $4.1 million. Number three is Livy Dunn making $3.2 million. What does she do? Play basketball? No, she does not. She is a gymnast. What she does is she's a, she's an attractive blonde girl. No offense. I was going to say, who's the, who's the, who's the relative? Yeah, no, she, she's just, uh, came along at the right time. Lizzie Dunn. Good, good for her, man. Yep. And make that, make that $3.2 million now. Arch Manning, number four, $2.9 million. Wait, where does he go to school? Texas. Wait, wait, I'm confused. Did he, did he? I'm very confused. Is he a um He's a no, freshman in Texas? This was his for I am I don't know what time it is. I thought he just graduated. No, he's a freshman in <laughs> Texas. Have played briefly in a game earlier this year. I do not remember if he got back into a game after that. Got it. Oh, okay. Well, good good for him that he's just watching and collecting. Yeah, Caleb's number 5, Travis Hunter's number 6, uh Evan Stewart from Texas A&M cuz they got that they got that deal. Uh, is number seven, Angel Reese, basketball player, LSU, mm-hmm, is uh, mm-hmm. is number eight. Drake May. This one's interesting. Drake May. There is something to be said about this guy's character. There were a lot of rumors. Drake May is make, making one point five million dollars this year, by the way, which is Excellent. you know a ton of money. But a lot of rumors that teams were offering ten million dollar nil deals for him to transfer this this past off season. That's he crazy. Elected, he elected to stay at North Carolina. So we do have an example of a guy that stayed. Well, he didn't. He, I don't. So not really stayed. He just didn't transfer. <laughs> he. I don't. I don't know that he would have been a super high pick last year. Right. 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 But, right, right, right. but, but he did not transfer. Also, he might have even been a sophomore last year. He is a junior right now. So yes. So Drake May could not have. Could not have declared for the draft unless he was a redshirt sophomore. But regardless, he wasn't going to be a high pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he had to do what he did this year. And then Bo Nix. So you have Bo Nix. Yeah, Bo Nix, number 10, 1.4. I mean, good for him because he won't be made. I mean, uh, Bo Nix can know. be a first round pick. I know, but like he won't be in the league long. But then he might be a backup. So I can't say that. Bo Nix is going to be a first round pick. Uh, so, so nine, nine or eight of the top 10, uh, top 11 are football players. Great sport. Um, <laughs> Ronnie James, a gymnast, and Angel Reese. Angel Reese is, is good. I mean, all that's good company. I'm going to look up the gymnast. Um, I'm sure you are. <laughs> you're wild. Uh, Shadur. <laughs> Shadur is an interesting one to me as well. You know what it feels like? Some, some I mean, outside of the, your Caleb's and your, maybe your Drake Mays. I mean, these folks, and I don't know. There's no cap. I'm talking about football players now. It's like, this is their peak. Yeah. And Bronny. I'm talking about. Football players and Bronny. This is their peak. This yeah, I mean, Marvin Marvin Harrison Jr. is eleven, and I think he's a, he's going to make a little bit more money. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, and Drake May is going to make money. But yeah, some of these guys. Yeah, I mean, Arch Manning is very. Who knows what's going to happen with him at this point? What's his height weight? I'll check it, but my guess is six three or six four two oh five two ten. Okay, okay, okay. So uh, he it could is. make it just by not being terrible. He could. No, he is he is a legitimate sized human being. And and okay. by all accounts, he has uh spent the whole year in the weight room. He's listed he at six four two twelve. 
Yeah, okay, cool. I don't know if like I was seeing a skinny, relatively tall kid or like the actual Manning size. He was definitely skinny when he got to Texas, but there everybody said he's lived in the weight room this year. And 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 also the one thing I'll say is like everybody says he's like a super good kid. Oh, good. Which kid is this? Who's this? This is Cooper's kid. Good. <laughs> yes, this is this is Cooper's, Cooper's redemption story. Good. Poor, poor, it. poor Cooper, man. Exactly. <laughs> if not for that shoulder injury, maybe he would have caught passes from one of his brothers, but also sure. probably not because he wasn't all that good. <laughs> Oh man, we are. Hey, the Mannings are making the show. This is the second straight show the Mannings making it. Exactly right. <laughs> this, this is this is turned into the. This show is basically just about Eli Manning now. We're gonna do a really deep dive next week. Um, <laughs> Eli Manning segment is gonna be. It's gonna be dope every single week. Just talking. Just get into that like that second block, and it's just all right. Let's go. Let's uh, start talking to Eli with whoever's <laughs> on the line. <laughs> I it's not okay. <laughs> I could I know a person who's good friends with who's friends with Eli. Like it's possible. Yeah. I don't like pull I don't like pulling strings though. But I don't think yeah. it's, it would be impossible to get Eli on the show. Don't pull strings, but they would be funny. If we <laughs> and we got a sound. Well, I, don't know you that's, that's the, I don't know if that's the selling point. It'd be like, hey, I'd love to have you on the show. It'd be funny. But what, what would he? What do you think? Okay, <laughs> feel free because I'm I'm on I am wired. I don't know why, man. So whatever. But <laughs> what? Yeah. Do you think? Like, what do you think he'd say? Slash, like, what? What's the? Know. Why wouldn't he? You know, type of thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he's you know, it's weird, right? Like, yeah. He's got that very very dry sense of humor. Yeah, it'd be a great time. Could be. Look, anybody who comes on the show is going to have a great time. Vince Young, awesome. Barry Sanders, whoever it is, any given week. Um, uh, our, oh, geez, I forgot his name. He was Danny da- da- Daniel, <laughs> Dan Hardy, Dan Hardy. Dan Hardy. He that's, had a ball. <laughs> he did have a ball. He did have a ball. <laughs> all right. Well, look, shit's off the tracks, and we already did our picks. So it's the holidays. That's going to be it for this week's episode of the Underdog NFL Show. For Mario Hines, I'm Chris Warbordell. Thanks for listening. Happy holidays. Uh, Happy New Year. We'll see you next week.